What's going on, good people? Your man Martinez here, host of Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures podcast and owner of the MMS Media Podcast Network. Listen, I'm here to talk to you about life insurance. That's right, First Family Life Allegiance with my man Sean Blackshear. I want you to know and understand that with life insurance, you can build a legacy for your family. Did you know that? Having life insurance can help you to generate income. And if you have a home, it can help protect your mortgage as well. Now, I know the scripture says that with long life, he will satisfy us and show us his salvation. And if the Lord should tarry, then that means that we will have to go by the way of the grave. Hey, listen, the scripture says that this life is but a vapor. And as you can see, we seem like, you know, these days are going by faster. We might be 75 next week and not even like what, what happened to the time. But listen. On a serious note, you need life insurance. I don't want you to put it off any longer. Life insurance is not about you per se. It's about your family. It's about the ones that you leave behind. You want them taken care of. That's important. You don't want them to set up no GoFundMe's for anything. So I want you to contact life insurance broker Sean Blackshear at 314-374-3412. Give him a call and let life insurance broker Sean Blackshear put together a life insurance plan for you. And let him know that Martinez sent you. Until next time, I'm out. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. And I am your host, Ariana Shears. And uh, I have news, guys. I found out I was pregnant. Shocker, right? Definitely found I was pregnant and I can't even be surprised because I had intercourse. Yep, that's how you get pregnant, by having intercourse. It sounds like, well, duh, but some of you who know me are like, what? And you'll understand a little bit behind all of the verbiage I'm using and it will make sense. And honestly, you're probably pregnant too. Yeah, you're probably pregnant as well. Y'all, I'm sure you've heard the term pregnant with purpose, but it's deeper than that. I had intercourse. And if you know what intercourse is, it is an intimate experience where two parties come together and create a being of sorts. You birth something, you create life. And I did that. I didn't know that I did that, but I did that. And I had all of the symptoms of being pregnant, having fatigue, having nausea, wanting to throw up, feeling uneasy, unsettled, um, tingling in some of my body parts, frequent urination, always relieving waste, right? That is pregnancy at its best. But it definitely ties into my purpose. I'm sure you're wondering how. And why? So intercourse number one, worship. I had an encounter. I had an encounter with God and formulated life, right? And that life was honestly both of my businesses. Well, if I include the podcast, now we're talking about, oh, three, but then I also have other things that I do too. So it's kind of like four, five, or six babies if we're being technical. And you probably are pregnant too. I'll tell you how, okay? So if you think about intercourse, you have to receive a seed, right? 
you have to receive a seed of sorts that can be if we're staying in a spiritual vein that can be a legitimate prophetic word where someone who is filled with the Holy Spirit um, shares with you something they believe that they have heard from God on your behalf it's usually a confirmation of something that you have heard hopefully if you're also praying about the vision that God has for your life and even things that you want for your life or that you've seen or dreamed and that seed can come in so many different forms but specifically I'm going to talk about the seed of receiving life from God right so you receive a seed and then from there it germinates it's fed it's watered and that can look like tears that can look like crying that can look like constant um, thoughts, constant prayer, constant meditation over whatever it is that you have pretty much conceived. I'm, I'm, I promise you, if you think of this concept as it pertains to your purpose, does it not make sense? Really, think about your life right now. If you have a nine to five job, and you cannot stand going to work. You're irritated, you may be tired, you may have feelings of exhaustion, you may physically feel like throwing up, vomiting when you have to get ready. You may feel this adverse reaction to things that you have normally done. You might have been able to get up every day and go to work with no trouble. You may have been able to interact with different friends, different, you know, associates, different people of organizations, you might have been able to go on at, with your life with no adverse reaction to anything. And then all of a sudden, it's distasteful. You don't have the same appetite. We've heard of women having strange cravings. And your craving might be that you can't stop looking at buildings. Your craving might be that you can't stop looking at commercial space. You can't stop writing down in your journal what you've seen when you lay in bed at night. One of your cravings might be that you are constantly trying to fill yourself with self-help books, motivation, affirmations. You are constantly wanting to learn about this, this thing that you have conceived. And this goes for men too. I was trying to think of what the equivalent could be for men, but if you just go with me here, Think about your own life, guys, male and female. You may, in this very moment, have been conceiving something and did not realize it. And it can honestly be accidental about the only thing that's a little different from spiritual than the natural. You can't accidentally get pregnant naturally. You clearly know what you're doing. But spiritually, sometimes we don't realize that we're opening ourselves up to receive a different life. To receive a different outcome, to receive a different um, expected end for ourselves. And the moment you say yes to God, the moment you say yes to allowing yourself to be stretched, allowing yourself to be molded, allowing different ideas and, and thought processes to come in, you are taking a part of the conception of your purpose. And I think that's why sometimes, especially as millennials, we can have these frustrating seasons where we feel like we're either going around the mountain or I'm not doing what I want to do. And, and we have so many different jobs and we can seem like job hoppers or we can seem like we're unmotivated or we can seem selfish, but you're all probably walking around pregnant and don't even know it. 
you're walking around with this idea that your life should be something that it isn't currently. And to find that we keep searching through relationships, searching through new jobs, searching through shifting our circles, searching through things that aren't really going to help us like drugs and excessively spending and and finding, you know, odd ways of receiving income. I am talking about illegal stuff. But if you think about it, doesn't it make sense? I mean, if you really stop and you think about it, all of these point to pregnancy. Some of the things that women go through when they are pregnant, like I said earlier, the fatigue and nausea, the um, tingling sensations, the frequent urinations, the irritabilities. Some of these have everything to do with how we're positioning ourselves in purpose. Even with like the swollen feet, you know, when you're walking and you're allowing yourself to be partake in your journey, every time you take a step somewhere, you might get a bit tired or frustrated because you can't walk the same. And that's on purpose. You're not supposed to be walking in the same um, way that you were before. Your path isn't supposed to be the same as it was before. You're going to shift in a different way. And if you don't really realize or understand why, it can cause you to like with actual birth have different birth results you know so you could either go full term carry it out healthily take your vitamins so that looks like educating yourself properly that also looks like getting your um, checkups so that can be getting in tune with a mentor or a spiritual parent or, um, you know, older brother or sister, someone who is able to look at you, really take a good assessment of where you are, what you're doing, and give you guidance along the way. And say, hey, you might be scaling your business a little fast. Have you ever thought about um, doing it this way? Have you ever thought about getting a business coach? Have you ever thought about shifting the trajectory of your marketing so you can capture this type of audience? Because remember, we are talking spiritual and how it correlates with natural. But how many of us really take the time out to say, wait a second, my purpose is starting to grow in a way I wasn't expecting. Who is going to help me birth this thing? And that in the natural is called a midwife. And you can actually have a spiritual midwife. You can have someone who has been where you've been or has studied in a way that can give you insight into how you're to be moving and operating. And if we think that we can do it alone, shout out to my mom who had me by herself. But if you think you can do it alone, not everyone has the same birth result. Not everyone has the healthy full-term labors. Sometimes we miscarry and that is really scary. Sometimes we don't know that we are with child and something happens and we feel horrible inside and we're having... Um, flashbacks and we're often you know lashing out at those that we love the most because we're bleeding inside and we don't know why and I do think that a lot of us have had these happen to us because we have been carelessly conceiving babies carelessly conceiving purpose and not on not that it's even on purpose you know in this day and age there's so much out there that points to doing everything that we can to become better better selves we all want to be in real estate or we want to be in, you know, the financial realm or we want to be in the music industry. We want to be in the entertainment industry. 
but it's important to know that not everyone has the same labor not everyone has the same delivery even if you have a business right now you might not know that you're you might not know that you're with child for another business or you might know for sure but it's important to understand that not every labor is the same not every ministry is the same not every business is the same I've been fortunate enough to have two businesses. One is Sure Relaxation. That is my massage therapy business. I am a licensed massage therapist, have been for 11 years. And oh my goodness, I think this year might be 12. Oh my goodness. So I've been a licensed massage therapist for a long time a very long time and about I'll say seven or eight years ago I started Greater You and that is my professional development uh, business and that one has nothing to do with the other one it is not the same how they came about is not the same I don't even feel the same about them Now, I'm not going to touch on how parents feel about their different children, because if you ask most parents, they'll say, I love all my kids the same. Everything is even across the board. I love everyone equally, just in different ways. And if I really had to think about it, I'm sure I do love both of my businesses in different ways, but they they didn't come about the same. And I would be I would be crazy to think that I could treat one just like the other. And as it pertains to pregnancy both of them did not come the same way you know one of them I wanted to do right now I would love to do my greater you business every day all day 24 7 whether I get paid for it or not because it's just my passion I love doing it I love everything about it but I had to wait for God's timing to allow that to mature if I tried to to conduct business through greater you before it's time I'm so sure I would have ruined relationships business relationships I would have mishandled my clients I would have more than likely scaled it at a rate that would have essentially caused the demise for it but we don't always know that to be true if we're not keeping our heart our ear to the heartbeat of our purpose and I can bet I'll say 90% of the people that aren't fully walking in their purpose may be doing one of the two, either pushing it too fast or not going with the flow in the way that it's to go, not allowing that natural evolution to happen. And that that is honestly what I believe causes some of the frustration that we feel on a day to day basis. I'll tell you this with my massage business I tried to abort this thing at least five times like over the last 11 years I have tried to cancel out this business without really giving it any effort that was my way I was just going to starve it out not give it any attention not give it any energy and just do my own thing and every time I got comfortable with not doing it not having any clients for months y'all then I'd get someone who randomly hey are you still doing massages? <sighs> yes. <laughs> and you would think that because it comes naturally to me, because I've done it for so long, that it's something that I'm just absolutely passionate about. And shout out to all my clients that tell me that I'm the best massage therapist they've ever had, okay? Not to it in my own horn, but beep, beep. <laughs> I really do hear that a lot. And most of my clients are repeat clients because... 
I do believe that this is a business that was ordained by God. Even the way that I got into it, I honestly chose that because I had no other options, okay? I was a senior in high school and the guidance counselor said, where are you going to school? I said, I don't know. She said, what do you want to do? I said, I have no idea. And she's like, what are you good at? And I told her, well, I've been told I'm great at massages. And she's like, all right, let's let's look into that. That's as simple as it is. And if you go back to the first episode, The Truth About Purpose with Kenneth Luckett, he touches on that. How, yes, there are some things that we want to do, me it was greater you. I want to do resumes. I want to do cover letters. I want to do the interview coaching. I want to do the career consultations like that is what I enjoy doing. I love doing it. And I do feel like that is also a gift because I did not have any particular formal training when I began to do it. Do I think I'm anointed to do it? Absolutely. Because of the trials that I have withstood to even get to a space where I can pour into people with this. But that's not the route that God had me to go. It was number one, massages. And so like Ken said, there are things that we want to do sometimes and that's not your purpose. That's not what you should be focusing on. It's a selfish ambition and that's not to say it won't be successful, but will it yield the type of dividends, the type of results that you would have if you were on the path that was chosen for you, that we willingly agree to knowing that God has our best interest in heart. And so I really, really implore you guys to take a step back and think, man, I have been a little irritable lately or I don't really fit the same crowds. I don't fit the same people. I don't fit the same interests like things just don't feel the same. And honestly, it's probably because your life is birthing something different. It's birthing something bigger and it doesn't look like what we thought it would look like. So I have a mom that I want to just qualify what I'm saying to you as far as the births being different and how you can live your life in one way. And next thing you know, you have an opportunity for you to birth something else and how it can really shift and shape how you think, how you live, um, the clothes you wear, meaning the garments that you have on, how it can really change your life and, and really showcase a different side of you that you didn't even know you had. So I welcome Mrs. Anna Billingsley, y'all, author Ann Billingsley, to the mic. I'm going to ask her a couple of questions about what it's like to really birth something out and how different it can be and so just so y'all know she has not heard anything that I have said thus far so I just want you to see how it does match up with what I'm saying to you so we're gonna get her going hello hello Welcome. So I gave a very brief introduction, but I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions about what it was like being pregnant. Now you have two children, correct? Yes. That you have birthed. So I talked a little bit about how the birth process was more than likely very different for both or just what it was like being pregnant and finding out you were pregnant and just how it can be a little bit different for you when you are pregnant. So first, what, how did you know that you were pregnant well first I knew that I was pregnant because my appetite changed um, so my appetite. taste buds changed my appetites my cravings and my dislike for certain foods changed. Mm. so I was a complete this was uh, 
20, no, this was 17 years ago. Oh my gosh. Okay. 17 years ago. Of course, I was in my early adulthood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so with my daughter, I noticed that I used to love, love, love hot food. Mm. And for some reason, I couldn't eat it. I couldn't eat hot food. I couldn't eat my favorite of all times, my hot wings and nachos from 7-Eleven. Oh, my goodness. To to the hospital. Um, I thought I was poisoned, so I told the doctor I was poisoned. Somebody poisoned me. I'm a hot fanatic, and now I can't keep it down. So they begin to write up... um, some type of document and he's like okay now are you sure now my name is Ann Billingsley now of course back then he was like Miss Norman are you sure you want to do this I'm like yes somebody poisoned me (laughs) this is the last place I ate and of course they did the pregnancy test and I was indeed pregnant Uh I've never been after 17 years I've never touched another (sighs) so you're complete appetite and the entire makeup of how you digest and crave things has shifted after your pregnancy yes Mm. look at that y'all what did we say earlier about our appetites changing now the second baby that you have tell me how that pregnancy was different than the first one well, 13 years after my 17-year-old, <laughs> um, of course, uh, this one was so much more different. Um, I had my baby um, out of wedlock, my first baby, 17 years ago. Um, of course, I went through the whole thing where I accepted God as my Lord and Savior. Of yeah. course, I repented and I submitted my body to the Lord um, into marriage. So once I got marriage, this married I was pregnant again a year after marriage oh wow this one was so much more it was almost like God giving me beauty for ashes Mm. um showing me that the this was you know the ordained way that I you know wanted you to experience so I have I got to experience it um with a certain a different level of joy of course I'm excited about my daughter 17 years ago but I did struggle a lot Mm -hmm. especially with going to the doctor by myself um you know calling and begging so that does play a lot in pregnancy it plays plays a lot in pregnancy because I wasn't hopeful back then. But this time, I was much more hopeful. I was much more joyful. I got to take maternity pictures, which I didn't do 17 years ago. Um, I was dealing with depression, anxiety 17 years ago, pregnant. But this time, it was just like a joy. Of course, my daughter was eight pounds, but my son, now he's three. So my son was nine pounds. Wow. So everything was different because of the lifestyle change. Not only am I married this time, but this time I don't eat meat. So I wasn't mm. craving the hot wings. Oh, um, wow. I was a full vegetarian at this point. So I drank a lot of smoothies. Mm-hmm. I ate fruits and vegetables, a lot of vegan meat. Um, it was just my clean, my skin was clearer. Um, my Her skin heart, is popping, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my heart was, I mean, it was freer. It was happier. Yeah. And I got to experience this pregnancy with the joy of the Lord. Uh, so it was so much more um, better. But both of my babies are a blessing. And God yeah. did, you know, bless the fruit of my womb. So the difference was um, just in all of that. Uh, wrapped up in one and I can say for food with my son which is three now with food I craved peanut butter 
Really? I really wanted peanut butter. I loved it. I used to love oatmeal too. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped eating it maybe when I was eight months pregnant, and now I've never went back to oatmeal. What? I ate Cheerios and bananas every morning. <laughs> now that's delicious. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> every morning when I was pregnant with him, I loved water. This time I didn't love mm. water back then. Um, it was just it's it was much it was. Very different. Very different. Very, Very different. different. The taste buds change and all of that. So. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing. You pretty much confirmed all the things that I was talking about. Just having the different reactions to being pregnant and how every birth is very, very different different y'all one thing that she did touch on that I loved is how the first pregnancy um, she suffered with depression and and some of us have the anxieties of just what we're going through because we we either one don't understand or two we don't have the backing we don't always have that um, that covering, that protection. We don't always have that um, environment that we're put in to feel most comfortable when we are going through different shifts and different changes in our body and in our mind. It's an entire process that envelops the entire person, your whole self, mind, body, spirit. All of it is going through a change. And if you are feeling like you you don't really get which way is up, you feel a little anxious, like you just can't rest, you can't have peace, you don't feel that there's any rhyme or reason as to what's going on, you honestly might be going through an, a shift in your entire life. Your atmosphere might need to change. Your appetites might need to change. And here's the thing, don't force it. If you no longer like to listen to certain music, if you no longer like to engage in certain conversation, then don't engage in certain conversation. Don't engage in certain atmospheres that honestly might rub people the wrong way. But it's a very single process that you go through when you're allowing yourself to change and evolve into a different person and you're producing something differently. I'll use that word for the fellas out there. You're producing a different lifestyle. If you don't like the idea of you being pregnant, you are producing another type of lifestyle for yourself. And that's important to know. And and it's even more important to know that it can happen to and for anybody who is willing. If you're a willing vessel, you've more than likely engaged in intercourse without fully understanding it. And that's okay as long as you take the time to really understand what's happening and take the time to really engulf yourself in this new change, in this new environment. One thing that you don't want to do is go at it alone. You may need to get a mentor. You may need to get with your pastor. You may need to find a pastor. And your friends are cool. They really are. And you might even have some who can help gauge where you are a bit, who are able to, you know, point you in the right direction and let you know that you're not crazy and support you and really give you some insight and some guidance as to what you might be going through. Just make sure that it's the right people at the right time in the right spaces, because not everyone can be in the room. Not everyone can be around. 
when you're going through these different changes and these different occurrences, even the people closest to you. And that's the part that kind of hurts sometimes. The person or people that you thought would be there to cheer you on, that you thought would be there to help see you grow, that you thought would be there for the best parts of you evolving and developing. Sometimes they can't, they can't come and that's okay. So it's really important for me to have this conversation um, consistently. So there will be different subtopics as it pertains to producing new life. I'll use that term for everyone. It's more um, gender inclusive. So producing new life. But just so we are all clear, that does mean that you are birthing something it does mean that you are allowing another life to come about you and that may be in the form of a business it just might be in the form of a different lifestyle so if you thought this was extremely helpful let me know because I love talking about this type of topic I love talking about purpose and what it looks like to understand your purpose, what it looks like to unfold your purpose, what it looks like to uh, really find out how you can make an impact on the world in whatever way they looks like that looks like for you. It can be your own ecosystem. It can be a larger ecosystem, but I really implore you no longer to think that your life is small, that your life does not have meaning because nine times out of 10, you're more than likely birthing something and you simply didn't know it. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Of course, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, you can follow the podcast and make sure you leave a review. I love to hear and see how this is blessing you or anything you want to hear moving forward. So make sure you click that fifth star and make sure you type out your comments and let me know how you feel. But of course, you can find the Rendezvous podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And of course, I have been your host, Ariana Shears. Thanks for tuning in.